0: shit i don't give a shit this we're going to let it rip tonight <laughs> all
1: right this is kind of like a this is sort of almost like a premise for a science fiction story, maybe. And I haven't thought of this since this my like five hours of sleep trying to figure out how to muster the strength this morning. So I I might be a little rusty, but we're gonna do this. All right. So uh, going back to the Great Filter again. You're like okay. Jesus. It's like Peter Turchin and the Great Filter. It's all I talk about. And there's all this stuff about, you know, well, what are the problems, you know, with the filter? Uh, We can't get past this point or this point or this point. Clearly, there are a number of problems that we face getting quote-unquote out there, right? Into space, traversing between star systems and doing all this cool shit, you know, like Star Trek and meeting other neat alien who happen to be bipedal. And every time we land on their planet, it just so happens to have the same exact gravity we do. And everyone speaks English. Oh, it's a universal translator. Sure. The babblefish is in their ears. babblefish is in their ears. But I was thinking, you know, everybody's like, oh, where is everybody? And I've got it. Oh boy, they're on the server. <laughs> there are instead it's instead of a great filter it's a great server and we just haven't figured out how to tap into it. What if instead it's difficult to travel between star systems and the once you get there there are all these problems, you know, between, you know, like I mentioned already, gravity, but we're in a pandemic right now, so there's we even have problems with our own bacteria, you know? Imagine if some organism on any one of these planets that has potentially holding, you know, life and all that was able to get a foothold in a, it's like an island effect. You just put a bunch of domestic cats and all these creatures that have no idea, you know, about whether or not they're going to get eaten or not. And they just wipe them out, right? You know, whatever, you know, these birds that can't fly anymore. But they're not afraid because they don't know what you are. And then before you know it, the system is completely corrupted by the greedy grubbiness of whatever, the cats or potentially like in the end of world worlds or whatever where there's the bacteria kills all the little aliens they're like, yes, we've won. And then they're like, they choke and die. So there's clearly a ton of hurdles to just doing anything like this. What if things are happening in some virtual environment, not in an actual environment, and we could potentially kind of uncover that or figure it out, you know, through our own technological advancements where we hit on something. Because we're always like, oh, where's the signal? La, la, la. I can't find the radio waves or whatever. What if, what if it just does nothing to do with that? What if it's something else? What if it's But it acts in the same kind of way. Of course, I'm pulling on very prominent things in our world today, but like something like the Internet. We go onto the Discord servers or whatever social media platforms and we communicate. Imagine technological advancement with like a, basically like a, just a ginormous server. And it automatically, potentially, as soon as you connect up to it, it's a sign maybe that okay you're ready and so it just downloads information to whatever devices you have that can be recorded. It's maybe it's an adaptive type of technology that can figure things out and just kind of say, oh, okay, this is how I can get this information. The blueprints, they need to get down to it. It's kind of like a Carl Sagan with that contact thing where it's like it's sending blueprints. You know, this is how you come and find us. and sort of, So it's very similar to the contact thing. But you don't actually go and visit anybody. You, you figure out how to get into this space that everybody is already hanging out in. And that's where all the noise and activity is. And it's not anywhere in between the stars because that's just really not feasible. And maybe we have technological advancements that are at a much faster rate that we figure out how to get into, in touch with each other in ways that outpace any of our other things like propulsion systems or whatever. And so we're able to do everything we want to do in that kind of a realm, but virtually rather than quote-unquote, actually, or whatever. There's more, but I'm going to stop for a second and let myself
0: breathe. <laughs> so is this sort of like the Fermi paradox as Red Pill or whatever? The The fact that we have this difficult-to-resolve conundrum about the sil- the great silence mm-hmm. might be indicative that we are in the Matrix or whatever, that we're not living in the universe we thought we were living in because if we were then we would probably have found someone since we didn't might that like if we hold all the other premises rigid is
1: that evidence that we're not in that universe no Shit. flip it the matrix is so it's we're not going to go out there we're going to go in there so there's no out there it's an in there situation So it's like logging on to your computer and getting in online. That kind of thing. So you go into the server. So the great silence is because all the noise is happening in the great server. Not out there between the stars. in You know, like literally flying in spaceships and shit like that. Trying to go with warp 10 or whatever. There's none of that. It's just a place where we can communicate and communicate... Perhaps more rapidly because we can, you know, figure out other ways to communicate really fast or something like that. I know I haven't so figured is, out all the details. Is the universe
0: of daily life that we all think, that, well, that most of us think that we're in physical universe that we
1: always thought? Sure. Yeah, I mean things are still what it's we. It's not we, like
0: we are in virtual reality or whatever. It's no, we're not stuff. in
1: virtual reality. To to meet each other, we have to go to virtual reality. Was the capital S
0: server, was the server made by some sort of quote-unquote higher intelligence?
1: Likely, you know, yes. We'll say it was all made by higher intelligences. And here's what I was thinking. Uh, Unless you have more questions. I'll just say yes, and then I have more stuff to
0: say. Oh, yeah, I mean, I have nothing but questions at this point, but carry on.
1: Let me just carry on, and then you can figure out what ones you want to ask to see if I'm able to answer any. Probably just going to create more questions for you, but... The idea would be maybe, like, so you figure out how, like, what's going on. Like, okay, we have instructions for this, like, giant, you know, something. We don't know what it is, but it definitely seems intelligent, quote, unquote, or whatever. So, uh, maybe over time, more information can get sent down to us from wherever in there, sent out to us. Um, That is... Basically saying, like, you know, it, it, like the idea of it, maybe it's like an adaptive technology in that it figures out, like, okay, here are your parameters. I will, you know, the, the technology then is able to, without anyone having to be at the wheel or whatever, able to figure out, okay, this is the kind of situation that they would need in order to come into this server space or whatever to then communicate with others or just to learn things that have been learned out there or whatever, just to explore it. So maybe it's like, okay, well, they tell us we should, we need to create a space that we can then enter, kind of like the holodeck or something, so that we can experience potentially what it's like to be on another planet's national park of whatever, you know, or to be in a city or whatever, without us actually even going there, because that way we get to keep our own gravity, we get to keep our own air, atmospheric pressures, and all that kind of stuff. We don't actually have to go there. Maybe even over time, we get to meet other civilizations. And maybe those civilizations are like us at our, like, level or whatever it is. And then, I know, you're like, you're smiling, <laughs> but that's kind of what I'm trying to think. It's like, what if there's this idea that, like, you know, and then, oh, yeah, the um, and I did say it was like a science fiction premise or whatever, but, like, then maybe there would be peop- civilizations that were so far advanced that they are just like the developers of the server. They at that point they just are like, yeah, we're just making the stuff happen or whatever, you know. Maybe you meet a few over time, over a long period of time. So the people who initially came into contact with the server are long gone. Over many generations, you know, maybe you start to you meet more advanced civilizations and then you might even meet less advanced ones and just kind of find yourself part of this much larger thing. Maybe you can even import individuals and make friends with people and they kind of can come visit you. And maybe the technology changes to such an extent that you can still have these almost real-time type interactions. Of course, all of this would be a technology that's like way beyond us right now. But I was thinking, what if that's all it is? is it's like there's no, the great silence is because no one's out there doing, communicating in the way that we're like listening for. What we're listening for uh, is just no one does that. And so, but maybe they do it in some or virtual environment, dude. And uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the great science. And then, but there could be filters, but maybe it takes a while for us to figure out how to clean our room, right, Peterson? And not mess ourselves up and, and blow ourselves up or whatever, and, and uh, or maybe the technology allows for enough prosperity. That we kind of forget about our squabbles because we aren't um, in an environment where we have to be greedy and whatever. Anyway,
0: that's what I thought. So, is the server itself a filter, sort of? As soon as some civilization becomes advanced enough, instead of being interested in discovering cohabitators of their universe, they instead get obsessed with this server and
1: just go there instead and stop looking or what well they might still continue to try and improve their ability to travel in space but maybe they learn that there's a project that's just a lot more fruitful and and it allows them to at least achieve some of the things like figure out if there's anyone else out there or whatever you know that they would have this highly advanced way of monitoring and interacting with civilizations that reach some kind of point that you know if they want to join the galactic server (laughs) they can and that it would be a somewhat relatively long road and there wouldn't be some ambassador who comes down unless they you know it's part of the thing where they're like, oh, this race needs this, you know, because that seems to be important to them. So we'll, you know, provide them with whatever it is that they need. But nobody's sitting there having a committee meeting about it. It would just all be the technology being super advanced and adaptive and just able to figure things out relatively quickly and then support that civilization's thing. Maybe there's some sort of like, you know, mission statement or value set that is out there that is the reason why there's a server in the first place or something like that. Like we, we think it's really, you know, cool (laughs) or neat or whatever. And, uh, you know, we know what it's like to not know if anyone's out there or whatever and how hard it is and, you know, to, to traverse even from one star to another, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And maybe some way in the past figured out a whole bunch of things and, you know, they got lucky and they ran into a few other ones that were nearby enough and they came up with this idea to see if there's anyone else out there, but we can't go too far because we're in this cluster that's far away from others or whatever. Luckily we found each other, but, you know, who knows what the story and the history of it would be, but that it arrived at this point where you just enter into it. Anyway, so I thought, what if it's a great filter, what if the great filter or great silence is really just, it's a great server? And everybody's on that thing because they can be on that thing much better than they can do the other things, which seem very difficult. There are all these various practical problems.
0: That's a part that I wasn't concentrating on enough, I think. Is one of, or the main reason for this, the problems you were talking about at the very beginning, like the War of the Worlds thing where the aliens get infected and die. And you're saying, well, the atmospheric pressure and gravity and all this stuff. Because those problems and just sheer distance are either for some reason unable to be overcome or not worth figuring out how to solve. Instead, since sufficiently advanced civilizations somehow come to learn that there's a server, they always make that choice instead. There aren't the some sort of Manifest Destiny cowboy-style character that's like, well, I'm not going in the server, I'm still going to get in my spaceship and drive till I find somebody, or whatever. But they all make this choice to connect up to the server. Is that...
1: I'm not saying that they all do. I'm just saying that it's an option that becomes available, and that explains why it's so quiet. It's because a lot of people, a lot of civilizations would be on it doing all their activities there. At the moment, we don't have the sufficient advancement in our technology to detect it. But eventually, potentially, we could or something like that. And that would be the sign that we go, oh, that's where everybody is, you know?
0: Yeah, like, that's what black holes are. They're the ports. We just kind of jack in Maybe, somehow. Yeah, something yeah. like
1: that. Yeah, who knows? But, like, you know, you would figure things out over time, and by that time... You've figured enough things out that it's not going to be as big a deal or a problem, but you still are going to have to go along with it because it's not something you can just dive in to. There's a lot of probably learning involved, and it's a huge project for the civilization that's now, you know, on it. It doesn't mean to say that they don't put resources towards trying to figure out how to fly around, but one of the things is that the knowledge and information or whatever could be a nice Resource itself for being able to figure out other problems, right? Maybe well, yeah, because all you have
0: to do is get into the server, and then since it facilitates communication, information transfer is that the number one or only thing it does. That then you can no, but we could do
1: a lot of things. But yes,
0: learn about other people, other civilizations' solutions to these problems.
1: But it wouldn't be a, a library. It'd be like interactive. Like you could probably even. Uh, you know, talk to them, you know. And I was thinking you could even have individuals. You could become friends Mm -hmm. with some. And it could be the whole damn planet with the whole damn planet, you know, or multiple, you know, civilizations or whatever, working it out or, you know, um, and then kind of sort of crowdsourcing in the problem-solving dimension. Now, probably the more cooperative, pro-social type of civilizations would likely be on that, and there probably would be the... Texans of the space or <laughs> but I mean maybe maybe not and maybe they would really try hard to figure out how to tra- traverse but you know that's a lot of resources you're pu- putting into being able to go to another place and do you even know if the resources that you think are there are going to be enough are going to be what you want you know like all that kind of stuff or is it a lot faster to say like here are the problems we have here on this planet And they'd be like, well, here's like a whole set of civilizations that faced, if not the same, then something similar. And here are the ways that they figured out those problems. And, you know, maybe it's not going to be perfect. You know, it's like whenever I've done work with a friend who's a carpenter, you go in with a plan, but it never exactly fits. Like, you're always having to make adjustments. So, you know, it's like not one size fits all. So there's some back and forth or whatever. what if that's all i'm trying to say is like what if there is something and there's a bunch out there but they're just right now on a different plane and the kind of thing that we're looking out for just it's it's since it isn't as feasible it's something that we we don't hear hear out there there's you know anyway
0: so is it in this universe is that even a question that makes sense or is it some kind of hyper-dimensional thing? I wouldn't and say it was...
1: I don't know if it's hyper-dimensional.
0: And did they solve the speed of light problem or something?
1: No, I don't know if they would have solved the speed of light problem.
0: I well, Or did they figure out wormholes or whatever, or space bending or something? Because how... What's the difference between information transfer and body transfer? It's just locomotion, right? Logistics, yeah. speed. And they tell me, certain people tell me, that information has a speed limit too, just like bodies have speed limits.
1: Well, so- it would have been around for quite a long time. And maybe there are basic hubs or whatever. And maybe there are ways to get around moving information faster than people and bodies or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe it's still quite dangerous to move a body at, you know faster than speed of light or something I, I don't know you know i mean maybe maybe the other thing is is that information can go perhaps faster than the speed of light let's just say we're breaking the laws of physics or something like that right now if that information hits a tiny speck of space dust it's not going to explode necessarily right i mean it, it, as far as i can tell uh but if a spaceship does it it likely could you know with the friction and the force and the speed and all that kind of stuff so plotting a course right isn't that how they always talk about it in science fiction? like you're gonna plot a course through space you know you don't want to hear this fucking snowflake you know like that kind of thing like i would think that information transfer would be less um dangerous or whatever hmm. yeah, imagine I if there were I mean. like extreme constraints on something like space travel not to say that people wouldn't do space travel. It's just that would they do it uh, as efficiently as they would like to be doing it? And if that is difficult, maybe there's you know, over a long period of time, there was the development of these, you know, this uh, something like a server, and and maybe there's lots of hubs that allow it to be the signals and everything to be caught, and you know. So
0: somebody who is ahead of us in development, technological development, one or multiple civilizations that got there first, were smart enough to start setting up this server thing, and then subsequent civilizations which reached phase whatever, not were contacted by, right? Because they're the ones that find the server. It doesn't find them, I don't know. So they discover it.
1: I mean, it could be either way. I don't care.
0: And then that's what they... Do from then on, they're like, oh, cool, now we can communicate with everybody else and we don't even need to visit their planet and make some kind of space suit so that we can walk around on their planet because what's the point? Right, let's just all go do that virtually on the server. Is that uh-huh. kind of the idea? Yeah, that's the idea. And then we need to find out,
1: tap in, yeah. And then also, if you needed to be able to boost the signal, maybe you can boost the signal somehow, and maybe that's able to catch a few other civilizations, and then over time what if they were able to you were able to say well this is how we built this part of it to expand the signal so all you have to do is build one you know like and so then that would expand the signal further or whatever however Mm -hmm. it would work you know I am obviously now just like I'm like at the margin of my idea now thought that would be a fun one there it is folks it's not silent. <laughs> it's very loud. You just have to go in there, not out there. Great right, sir. There's a
0: star man waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he